0: so hard to put them in a, a lot of songs. I try to put them all in one, you know. That's what I'm feeling when I'm going through. You know. I've been drinking, so please bear with me. Eyes wide shut, Billy eating, trying to get my game on. Played it too cool, almost like the froze, had to turn my flame on. Off the while, watch him X me out. Magazine cover, motherfucker, my ain't tripping my flow. Singing, sitting shit, maybe they'll listen to me when it's six. Be breaking some bread down. Treated like the last supper Toaster to all the time, we were poor But still we had one another Hoppin' in and out of shuttles I'ma be big mama, I'ma get rich mama I'm sorry I ain't got a wife and kids mama But look what I did mama Got a house that I barely could stay in A car I barely could drive I'd be alive if I said getting money Didn't make me feel alive Hustling, arguing about who's better than I and tweets But what does it matter when a new artist Come out like every week And the label all on they nutsack Good for them, keep sucking. Most rappers have been over for you, but me? Bitch, I'm not for fucking. Over. Yo, yo, yo. I okay. be the biggest what star they told Sign my name on that line. Welcome. Welcome. when the I, I die, that's when it's over. I'm your stay. gracious host. I was just a talented black kid, but the looked like a chick.
1: Mitchell Brown. Thank you all for joining us, listening to this podcast. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Love Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on apple Podcasts, google play spotify basically everywhere you get your your podcast from soundcloud all that good shit you know um this podcast i'm 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 in a great mood right i am in a wonderful mood um it's springtime you know birds chirping trees is blooming flowers is blossoming springtime is good listen springtime also tells us that we're right around the corner right around the corner from the best season ever and that season is sundress season ladies and gentlemen sundress season excuse me sundress season is you know i got that christmas carol um most wonderful time of the year whatever uh, that nah son nah most wonderful time of the year ain't motherfucking uh, Christmas time, holiday season. It ain't that snow and 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 and, and fucking uh, hot chocolate and nah. The best time of the year is motherfucking sundress season, and we are on the cusp of sundress season. So shout out everybody getting getting trying trying to trying to get it right, get it tight. You know what I'm saying? Wrapping up the, the 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 finishing touches on you know their uh uh keto diet or or whatever workout program they on. You know what I'm saying? Shout out everybody trying to get it right, get it tight for sundress season. Real niggas like me appreciate it. We appreciate the fuck out of it, ladies. Trust and believe, the sundresses are the best time of the season. Right? So this podcast we're gonna try to have some fun, right? It's been it's been very somber, very somber energy. Um, you know, w- we lost our brother Nipsey. Excuse me, we didn't lose Nipsey. Nipsey was taken from us. There's a difference. Um, and and you know, it's it's just been very very somber. And I've been trying to make some adjustments in my life to to you know rid myself of some of the cloudiness that 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 i had mentally right and and you know i'm not going to go in in depth too much about what i'm personally doing um but you know just 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 trying to operate on a on on a clear mindset right a clear frame of mind and i'm seeing the growth i'm seeing the progress i'm i'm seeing the improvements of that you know um and one of the ways in which I, I I try to, I guess, elevate or put myself under a different state of mind is I like to listen to music. I feel like music is what feelings sound like on this podcast. We talk about music a lot. Um, and, you know, historically, I've been a hip hop head, love hip hop music, grew up on hip hop music. There was a a, a a transition, if you will. In about the early two thousands where, you know, hip hop music wasn't really hitting as much as I would have liked it to to, to have been hitting. It was a lot of um turnover in, in in the game, a changing of the guard, if you will, from like the boom bop sound to to, you know, kinda um the crank and snap, if you will. So that allowed me, um to you know pursue other genres of music luckily and 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 you know i, I was i was I, I was i was able to become fans of of other genres of music i was able to go back in time and listen to some of the legacy acts from other genres of music i say all that to say 2019 is a very disappointing year for music so far so far right we're 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 through we're through the first quarter of 2019 midway through the second quarter of 2019 and there's just been a dearth of projects of musical projects right i, I mean like you know what i'm saying 2 chains dropped an album the 2 chains album was a good album it was, it was a good album um i think that pretty girls like trap music was a better album than rapper go to the league but but you know rapper rapper go to the league was a good album right i'm I fucks with chains, I fucks with two chains. Um, Conway the Machine dropped a project. I wouldn't necessarily call it an album. From from what I've seen, it's like six, six, seven songs. Then again, that might count as an album these days. I have no idea. But there's just a lack, like, and and I mean, you know, we keep hearing about people working, and you know, you know, we're 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 coming up upon festival season. Also, we're like, you know, everybody's having these music festivals. I, I believe it's Broccoli Fest right now down in DC. Um. So, you know, we 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 just need more music. I personally, as a fan, would appreciate more music. Right? I mean, there's there's a couple of projects that I honestly that 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 I haven't even been able to dive into yet. Um, like Smoke Dizza dropped a, a project. I haven't really been able to dive into that yet. Cause honestly, it's, it's been really, really difficult for me to listen to anything other than Nipsey. As it stands. Victory Lap is the best rap album since it dropped And it dropped January 2018 And I would feel that way if Nip was still alive Victory Lap is still the best project You know, but we're all, like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, I would love Even though I'm not that big of a J. Cole fan, right I, I was feeling the, the, the Cole features You know Cole had a feature. Listen, Cole's been killing the features. Cole's been very upset. I guess he's heard the rumblings. He's heard motherfuckers like me calling his music boring and shit like that. So Cole's been killing features. And he's been choosing to work with a lot of different artists that he would that he would not ordinarily work with, as well as producers that he would not ordinarily work with either. And 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 I've been impressed. As someone that is not a, a J. Cole fan per se, I'm impressed. So I'm looking forward to a new J. Cole project. I'm looking forward to to a new Kendrick project. I, yo, I'm just I'm just looking forward to quality hip hop music that I can play at 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 obscene levels through residential areas. That's what I'm looking for. Right? So, like, even someone like a Beyonce, and we love Beyonce. We love Beyonce here. Beyonce is a motherfucking champion. Beyonce is outstanding. Beyonce had the um the homecoming movie or like documentary about um Coachella performance. And she killed that shit. Beyonce kills shit. Beyonce kills shit. I see like I said, I seen Beyonce last summer. For the for 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 the first and only time, and woof! I was blown away. I was I've i I've, I've never experienced a show like that. Um, shout out to Russell and fucking Marissa. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to EJ. EJ, what up? Um, but I yo, it it was it was a wonderful experience. So Beyonce had this homecoming. Uh, special on Netflix. You guys may, may have seen it because it was a, it was about like I, I, maybe two weeks ago or maybe a week ago. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly. But um, yo, Beyonce is wonderful. Beyonce is wonderful, and I you know she really kind of kind of gave tribute to like the HBCUs, where um you know she had like the marching band feel to it. And I I I don't believe that this was her first time doing it because I saw. Her at the Bring Your Husband to Work Tour, or um, the 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 On the Run Tour, uh, the On the Run Two Tour, whatever you call, it. and you know they had the live instrumentation. You know they they like she had a band there, and 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 i mean even that was incredible. Like you know this 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 huge musical number, this huge fucking orchestra, and I, and I, I'm just amazed at like how you travel with. All of these artists, all of these musicians, all of the sound people, all of the lighting people—you know—you you you, you know—you you put on this world tour, and it's 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 an amazing event. And with this homecoming project, it seemed like she was she was trying to get that feel, right? Because homecoming for HBCUs are a, a very different experience. And I mean, regardless of the HBCU, I know we talk a lot of shit. People that um, went. To HBCUs, shout out Morgan State. We talk a lot of shit about you know, like like you know, you might meet somebody that went to Hampton or went to Norfolk or you know went to Fisk or you know went to Lincoln or you know uh uh, uh fucking Wilberforce or you know what I'm saying Southern or whatever and like and like you know we might poke jabs or whatever you know I, I know Hampton and Howard they got the whole HU thing who's the real HU and they they might poke jabs and all that but there's still a certain level of camaraderie even. For people that, you know, have gone to HBCUs, yo, we used to do homecoming tours, right? Like, you know, we'd have, like, Morgan's homecoming, and then, like, yo, so you know Howard shit next week. So we go to Howard ship, like, yo, you know, fucking Virginia State shit is in two weeks. We go to Virginia State. Biscuit, what up? You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 different. Niggas ain't doing it. Like, like, motherfuckers are like, yo, you know, uh, NYU's homecoming is next week. We gotta go check that out. and then And then, in two weeks... You know, uh, uh, um, Penn State's homecoming, man. Yo, you know that should be lit. Nah, that ain't how it works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not. That's not how it works at like other schools. So, so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 and, and I see haters. Because because you know I I see haters. saying, oh, Beyonce didn't even go to an HBCU. Like, eh, okay. Yo, it's mad niggas that didn't go to HBCUs that be down there at homecoming and shit, drinking, smoking, straight West Coast. Mad niggas. I know I've. Me personally, I've hosted mad niggas that didn't go to HBCUs at Morgan State's homecoming, and they had a good goddamn time. So I appreciate Beyonce for for bringing this to the main, I, you know, to to. I mean, not that it wasn't already m- mainstream, but 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 making it even more mainstream. This this homecoming environment, this homecoming atmosphere, more mainstream. I appreciate her for doing that. Um. I also appreciate certain traditions or or songs that that really knock at HBCU's at homecomings, like Before I Let You Go by Frankie Beverly. You know, she had the cover there. And like I, I think that all black kids and like I, I, I and y'all know what I mean when I say black kids. I don't mean like Clarence Thomas's black kids. I mean like all black kids are born knowing the Frankie Beverly before I, I let you go song. My goddaughter is three years old. I don't know this for a fact, but I know it's true. Imani knows before I let you go. Everybody knows when the beat drops and it's before I let God, you know. What I'm Everybody knows. Everybody knows. And now we're starting to see as we progress as, you know, we get older slash younger, younger and older. You know what I'm saying? Swag surf having that same effect. <laughs> like, you, you might remember from, from like, the Final Four, uh, like, a couple weeks ago, I believe it was Texas Tech. Texas Tech, their, like, marching band was playing swag surf, and, like, all of the white people in the crowd were, you know, I guess they were swag surfing. And, um... There was like a black couple that was sitting in the middle of all of like of, of like all of these these fans and like the black couple were sitting out very unenthused about what was going on. Listen, when I was in college, Swag Surf was released when I was in school and I would not I, I, I did not imagine that it would it would it would grow or, or it would become this phenomenon where it brings everybody together. You throw swag surf and you're going to have fucking straight... Everybody, we all going to be together swaying back and forth and shit... On the one and on the three, white people. On the one and on the three. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yo... I mean, I mean... I mean, like... Th- that, like, like, this is the... This is... Beyonce brought the homecoming experience... Or, or did her best to. Let me... Let me be clear. Did her best to bring the homecoming experience... To mainstream America via netflix kudos to her beyonce is wonderful on top of the fact that you know she's doing again we try to applaud people for doing what we want people to do right what i mean by that is beyonce saw this as an opportunity to put younger people younger musicians younger artists younger dancers in positions to succeed especially People from these schools, from the Alabama A and M's, um, and 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 a few of the other schools that I cannot remember, I believe I, I believe like Clark Atlanta and Morehouse and Spelman, I believe, but but you know chose to bring these young people out to the forefront and allow them to showcase their talents, which is what we want people to do. People in position bring other people with them, right? If you're at the top, one thing that you must do is send the elevator back down and go get some other people. Beyonce does that. Shout out to Beyonce. Right now, now, now she did this as part of this this um, Coachella experience. Coachella is like a music festival. I don't have any interest of going to Coachella. I'm not really a fan of music festivals. I don't like. I I don't really care for the bathroom situation. Um, well, that's one of the things that I don't care for. But I'm not going to go in depth about what I do like or dislike about music festivals. But Kanye, our boy Kanye. And we love Kanye, the artist, sometimes. But Kanye be tripping. What I mean by that is Kanye has had, you know, like like a couple months ago, he was walking around with the red hat and the MAGA hat and calling Trump is the, the father he never had. And bugging. caught a lot of flack from that because he said a lot of things that were just unintelligent, a lot of things that were just flat out wrong. Um, The whole like slavery of choice, slavery was a choice thing or is a choice thing, which I mean, maybe they were taken out of context. Maybe they were after listening to, to, you know, the whole soundbite. I understand what he was trying to do. I just don't think he was—he's that qualified. He's qualified enough to get his his point across in the, in in the way that he was trying to do. But whatever, I, I'm not—I'm you know whatever. We talked about that. That shit is water under the bridge. Now it seems like he's trying to make amends for this by by having this Sunday service. Whatever this Sunday services. And I appreciate the fact that you know we haven't really heard Kanye speak. We're just you know he's he's just having the music. And and from what p- people tell me, this Sunday service should be bumping. I have not taken a, a second to listen to it because I, I have no interest. I think I think Kanye um, makes foolish choices. And I got enough shit going on. Well, listen, I make enough fucking foolish choices to where so I got to correct my own foolish choices and not try to wrap my head around why somebody else is making theirs. You know what I'm saying? But Kanye got this Sunday service thing and and some people are offended by it. Um, because, you know, they, they, they feel like he's using church, he's, he's exploiting the church, people that are, you know, of, of, of the Christian faith, people that are religious people, um, that invest heavily in that, you know, they, they, they feel like this is what Kanye's doing to exploit it, right? He's not really, um, doing the work, they say, and, you know, that's they're way more qualified to talk about that than I am. I'm not a church goer, I'm not a religious person per, per se. Um so, you know, whatever. NPR calls these worship gatherings, by the way. But he's using this shit to sell merch. And it's trash merch. Right? And I mean like, you know, this this is this is Kanye's MO where we're like he was selling like plain white t-shirts for $125 and shit. But this shit is like I seen some of this merch from from like the Sunday service collection or whatever. And it's trash. Straight up trash, straight up and down trash. He got one hundred twenty five dollars uh, 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 fucking sweatshirts that are marked down from two hundred and twenty five dollars. You know, he got socks, s- sweat socks that, that that are called church socks because they're sweat socks. But he got the word church sock written on them. So the church socks. Come on. yay. Come on, man. Listen, I hope I hope y'all not buying this shit. I I hope y'all are not buying this shit, and I mean by y'all, y'all know what I mean when I say y'all, cause some of y'all, some of excuse me, some of you, some of yous are buying it. I hope y'all ain't buying it. You feel me? Um, but like, yeah, I man, that's that's what that's 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 that type of shit that Kanye is on, and um, it's it's not it's 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 I'm not buying it. Put it like that. I'm not buying it, right? Um. On 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 the topic of not buying it, right? And and like I said, we're gonna have fun this episode. Well, we're gonna try to have fun, but we we, we we
0: we
1: we try to make fun out of serious shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and one of the things that's serious that 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 we try to have fun with is race, right? And and like people say, oh man, Mitch, you know, like not 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 people, but like I got white people that listen to me, and and shout out to y'all. Thank you. Um, and like that, dude, everything isn't about race. It kind of is. Well, well, or at least it kind of is for black people. I don't know. I, I, I can't speak for any other race, but it it kind of is for black people. Um, you know, black people in the corporate world, you know, have to learn the ancient art of code switching. Where we're one way at work, and then we're another way around our fellow black people. And it throws some of our white brothers and sisters off when they see us talking, behaving, acting a certain way in the office, and then we, we, we get in a group sitting setting, excuse me, where we see the other black guy that works in the other office in a, dist- in a different district or region or whatever. And we see the brother, and we're like, yo, my man, what's up, baby? You already? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, holy shit, damn, I didn't even know Jarrell got down like that. It's completely, because, listen, that's something that we had to do for our survival in, in, in corporate America. Corporate America not really friendly for us. Something that, you know, we had to do. Something that we had to learn on the fly, right? So, you guys may have seen, Um, <clears throat> hold up, what, 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 what's the woman's name? Carlotta Brown. Principal at James Madison High School in Houston, Texas, is trying to implement a dress code for parents. And this got maybe maybe this got taken this got blown out, out of proportion. I've seen articles, I've read people's op eds about them, I've read people's tweets and opinions about them. And one thing that 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 goes without saying is that this woman asked parents to wear appropriate clothing. She's trying to implement this dress code, but there's really no way to enforce this dress code because what are you gonna punish the parent? You're gonna you're gonna give the parent detention. You're not gonna let the parent drop their kids off at school, or you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have somebody down the block from the school monitoring what people are wearing before they drive up on school school grounds. You know you know what I'm saying? Like how do you enforce a dress code for the parents? Outside of a conversation, like, what can you do? Like, like I mean, hey, like, you, you you might be able to, if, if you see, you know, Miss Jackson, like, dropping her kids off with with a bonnet on or, or whatever, you might be able to say, hey, Miss Jackson, do me a favor, you know, tomorrow, you mind just taking that? You know what I'm saying? You might be able to do that. But if Miss Jackson don't feel like unwrapping un- her hair before dropping her kids off, she ain't going to do it. There's nobody don't force it. Principal Brown gets an effort because because I I I believe what she's trying to do is she's trying to implement some sort of code, some sort of code of conduct so that people can, you know, put their best foot forward. The opposition that, you know, Principal Brown is getting is from people that are tired of the respectability politics. So I'm 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 kind of torn because, yes, I do believe that niggas need, niggas need to operate under a, a code of conduct. There's, there's a whole lot of codes that niggas need to operate under. I think that there are some, some codes that weigh more heavily than not wearing your bonnet in, in public. One thing that I think that that we as black people need to adhere to is we need to stop arguing with each other in public. We need to stop airing our dirty laundry around people that don't have our best interests. And I'm talking about like those gossip sites, you know, Shade Room, World Star, Hip Hop, all that shit. We need to like not make those sites so popular, so prevalent, because they focus on the negative. And seldom do you see white people fighting publicly, Hispanic people fighting. Like like if if you call a Puerto Rican Mexican, they will cut your ass. But you never ever see Puerto Ricans and Mexicans fighting publicly. You never see Puerto Ricans and Mexicans fighting on fucking Instagram, on on Twitter. You never see nothing like that. You never, ever, ever see anything like that. You never see Asian women on these social media sites making posts about how Asian men ain't shit. Asian men are trash. You don't even see white women doing that about white men. If you do see other women doing this, these women are talking about all men. They say men are trash. Not insert a specific demographic of men here are trash, right? However, you know, one thing that gets passed around like a four dollar whore are videos of black men and women talking negative about each other, right? Whole bunch of clown ass niggas up there talking about yo, black women is trash because get you a white girl because black women is trash because you see a whole lot of black women black men are trash because get you a white man or or you know whatever kind of man cuz black men are trash because so you know you know i i feel like what principal brown is trying to do is institute some type of code and and she's probably going to start out with the easiest most simple one that everybody can control which is yo know I man just comb just just comb out your doobie before you leave the house ladies take out the rollers before you leave the house ladies and i'm as someone that doesn't have children, it's easy for me to say it's it's possible to do. I don't know what you know mothers or parents have to go through in the morning to get their kids ready for school. I I'm I'm I'm, I'm I, I don't know what that experience is like. I can imagine it's a time thing. You know, you're rushing to get out in the morning, and you know you're focusing on everything else. You'll worry about combing your hair out, taking your rollers out, doing whatever later. Let me get these motherfuckers off to to. to to school and boom, right? That this is my assumption. So you know that's 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 that. And 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 a, a, a lot of people are offended, and 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 I feel them because um, c- me personally, I am not someone that subscribes to respectability politics, right? Um, but keeping along the line of respectability politics, all right? We're gonna flow through this shit. You know what I'm saying? This weekend is uh the nfl draft right and you guys love the nfl draft you guys love the nfl i even when i was watching football even when i was watching the nfl i never gave two shits about the draft um you know i might watch the first round but that's about it and once i got older i was like dude this shit is like really uh recruiting like it's a recruiting show that they sell tickets to and people buy these tickets Like, 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 I I mean, I mean, listen, this is, this is football nerd heaven, but all of this shit is geared around gambling, right? Because, you know, you know, I'm a self-proclaimed sports nerd. I don't, I don't gamble too heavy on sports and, you know, things like that, but some of you do. So, like, they even have, like, odds on which draft pick is going to be, like, the over-under at certain players get picked before, you know, the seven and a half pick or whatever the case, right? So, this year, the NFL draft um, is in Nashville, Tennessee, right? And um, you know, there's, there's, there's. Uh, I mean, I, mean I, I, I've never been to Nashville, so I don't know what the draw is. From what I hear, Nashville is is jamming. Nashville is 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 jamming for use, right? Um, but it's in Nashville. People buy tickets. It's a, it's, a, it's a television show on ESPN and, and, and people get real wrapped up in their fandom about the NFL draft. And um. Where I live, there's a lot of New York Giants fans where I live. And I don't know if you know this, but the New York Giants need a, need a quarterback. Eli is getting older. Um, but I'm I'm just amazed at how teams are holding on to their old quarterbacks right Eli's 36 37 years old something like that but you know like Ben Roethlisberger just signed an extension um and I as an Ohio State fan my boy Dwayne Haskins is in the the draft so it's all to talk about like Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray won the Heisman. I don't know if I don't know if he's gonna get picked by the Cardinals. I feel like if the Cardinals do pick Kyler Murray, like you just picked a quarterback last year, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um but the Giants, in my opinion, need a, a quarterback because their quarterback is older. So Dwayne Haskins seems like a perfect fit. And I would talk to some Giants fans and like, yeah, I don't know about Haskins. I'm like, what the fuck you mean you don't know about H- Haskins? Bald. But, but uh, there's still a, a problem with black quarterbacks in the NFL, right? So, Bomani Jones had, you know, like, tweeted something out, and I fucks with Bomani. And um, he was like, uh, an interesting and kind of shocking piece of history I haven't seen come up much around Haskins slash Giants coverage. And correct me if I've just missed it, is that... Of the Giants 1,321 games, they've only had one black quarterback for one of them. And that was the uh, uh uh that was the Geno Smith game. You you remember when um when um I guess who who was the who was the coach at the time? I don't remember who the coach Was it uh Was it MacAdoo? I think I think it was Coach McAdoo. Um was trying to, you know, get Eli up out of there and, and like, it was, like, a big controversy over, like, Eli's streak or whatever and he started Geno Smith for that one game and ended up losing his job. And I thought about that and I was like, yeah, wow. Wow. And then I thought about, like, other teams. So there's a guy named Martensi Johnson wrote an article for Undefeated where he chronicled the first black quarterback. For NFL clubs Right And it's the same guys It's Warren Moon for a whole lot It's Jeff Blake for a whole lot Right For a whole lot And it got me to thinking about You know not just the NFL but football in general Has a problem with black people in leadership positions They feel like black people Cannot um, And yo that yo, This rain is bumping Y'all hear this rain? They 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 feel like black people cannot um, be in positions of leadership for whatever reason. We don't have the mental capacity of it, right? Um, and like and like whenever scouts talk about players, they always talk about the physical, you know, like like attributes of insert somebody here, right? Um, and there's always some some scout, some former GM, some somebody. Um, that talks about the character issues, right? Where, where like some years ago it was a guy talking about Cam Newton and 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 the reasons why Cam Newton won't be a competent NFL quarterback, but Jake Locker will be. Um, so I'm I'm just gonna go through the list because this because this shit blew my mind when I read it. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, their first start of a black quarterback was September seventh, two thousand three. Mike Vick. Mike Vick was the first starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. 1999, the first starting quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Right Now, you got the Buffalo Bills with James Harris in 1969, no doubt. Carolina Panthers, an expansion team, so I will cut them some slack. Um, but their first quarterback was Rodney Peet, and that was in 2002. Rodney Peet was also um, the first black quarterback to start for the Detroit Lions in 1989. Um, Jeff Blake for the Cincinnati Bengals, Dave Mays blah blah blah, Reggie Collier of the Dallas Cowboys in 1986, and I I remember they had uh, the the Quincy Carter experiment in in, in Dallas for a, a while. Um, 2013, Seneca Wallace for the for the Green Bay Packers. Right, 2003 for Tony Banks. That was you know the a, a, the expansion team. Yo, the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts Slash Baltimore Colts Because they moved from Baltimore to Indianapolis 2016, Josh Freeman Started one game in 2016 Okay Warren Moon for the Chiefs Warren Moon's on here a lot Warren Moon's on here a lot James Harris is on here a lot Right? Ray Lucas for the Dolphins in 2002 Jacoby Brissett For the New England Patriots in 2016 One start Right Geno Smith 2017 One start Right When I watch football I cheered for the San Francisco 49ers The San Francisco 49ers Troy Smith 2010 Five starts One season Right That's a problem It's a problem so you look at the New York Giants who need a quarterback. I believe Dwayne Haskins is the best quarterback coming out of college. I hope they take him. Right? Listen, we are recording this the 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 night before. The draft. No, 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 it's it's tonight. It's tonight. And in a couple hours, I will not be watching. And I'm and and listen, I'm hoping that they take him. I'm hoping that they do. We're around the campfire is that they won't, but I'm hoping that they do. Right, but this but this also speaks volumes to like the collegiate levels. Now, now, now we're starting to see it as, as teams evolve into in, into a spread offense. More and more, we're starting to see it. But even even on high school levels, I remember when I was playing high school ball. The coach that we had, we had you know, we had black dudes that were outstanding. They had out, out, outstanding physical qualities of of. Of a quarterback Outstanding Didn't let him play Look at someone like Anquan Bolden Anquan Bolden is, is Somewhere in Florida Florida is a football producing Is a football factory Anquan Bolden Had 56 touchdowns His senior year In high school playing quarterback 36 passing 20 rushing that's a lot of touchdowns for a team to have, let alone one player. He goes to Florida State and plays receiver. What, like, why wasn't he given the opportunity to to even play quarterback? I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I mean? It's and and again, it's not just football. It's not just the NFL. It's not just football, but it's American general, where black people, black men, are not. Awarded the opportunity. I talked about the Arizona Cardinals. I believe the Arizona Cardinals last year they had a black coach. They gave homie one year, and then he fired him. And now they brought in you know Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. And and you know we'll, we'll see. But like Cl- Cliff Kingsbury got fired from Texas State. He got fired from a college job that he didn't win at. I I I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing, um, but we'll see. It'll be fun to watch for those that watch it. I will not be watching. Something else that's fun to watch is um, this 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 political environment, right? This political environment is hilarious to watch. Joe Biden officially put his hat in the the ring, and and hold up, I got I got some uh, 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 I got some. Here we go. Joe Biden had to had to had to pull up the article. Joe Biden put his put his hat in the ring. He's officially running. He hired Simone Sanders. Um, shout out to Simone Sanders. I don't know much about that. That woman. I I, I, I like some of the, some of the sound bites I've heard from her on um, different talk shows. You know, I, I, I feel like her her politics and my politics are somewhat aligned. Excuse me, um, but there's 20 some candidates. That are either running or hinting at running, right? And and Mammoth, Mammoth University, which is right down the road, <clears throat> put out a poll, and um, a lot of motherfuckers ain't hitting Like you got like Joe Biden had uh, is at twenty seven percent. Bernie Sanders, um, Mayor Mayor Pete Pete Buttigieg. Uh, is at eight percent. Kamala Harris is at is at eight percent. Elizabeth Warren is at six percent. Better O'Rourke is at four percent. Cory Booker, two percent. Hickenlooper, two percent. Um, the Klobuchar woman uh, from Minnesota, she's at one percent. Mayor De Blasio. I don't even know. I not know De Blasio was 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 hinting at running, but he's at one percent. We got like Julian Castro zero, Gillenbrand, zero, Inslee zero, McAuliffe, zero, me Sam Messam. Zero. Moulton, zero. Swallow, zero. Williamson, zero. Yang, zero. Bennett, zero. Bullock, zero. Delaney, zero. Gabbett, zero. Ryan, zero. I have no idea who those zeros are except for Castro. And the Andrew Yang guy, right, he's a, um, he's a he's a Silicon Valley guy, right, word. But they're at zero, and this is according to Mammoth to, to the poll conducted by Monmouth University. I don't know what any of this means, From what I understand, people are 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 saying that you know the only candidate that they feel like could beat President Pussy Grabber is Joe Biden. Not sure either way, um, but I hear people saying we don't need another white man as as the president. I don't know who we is, um, but but they're saying we don't need another white man. And uh, again, I don't want to just hire. A black guy for a position because he's a black guy I'd like to hire a black guy for a position because he's qualified and also because he's a black guy so yeah like we don't need a you know like like we don't need a white guy because we're upset that Obama had two terms so we elect president pussy grabber no 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 we don't need yes yes in that respect we don't need a white guy however If a white guy is the most talented, if a white guy can do the job the best, if the white guy is the most competent, yo, bring his white ass in, yo. Like, we need to, you know what I'm saying, move past this diversity for diversity's sake thing. Because we're not truly gonna, we're not truly interested in diversity. We're not. We're not truly, you know, you know, we don't we don't we don't really want diversity. I mean, I mean, it's almost like it's almost like women, right? Where we're where like you have women that are that are fighting for equality, but they don't really wanna be equal. They just wanna make the same amount of money. Which absolutely they should make the same for the same type of work. But women ain't trying to kill spiders and open up pickle jars and take out the trash. They ain't trying to do that. They don't want to be equal in that respect. They just want to make the same money, and I get that. So when you talk about equality, you're talking about giving people equal opportunity to prove their competency, to prove that they're able to do this job. And yes, we need that. We need to provide people with equal, with, with the same opportunities to be effective as we provide everybody else. We need that. That is vital. That is important for our democracy. I say that to say, I don't know about this Monmouth University poll. But I don't know if this was conducted before or after. Senator Warren, Senator Elizabeth Warren came out saying that um, she wants to cancel college debt and make public college free. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Again, because that's 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 a big deal for people in my age group. Right. I am. I I, I am. I am in my 30s mid 30 I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm a child of the student loan generation. Um a lot of people of my ilk are enduring the the horror of of student loans because we didn't know. We didn't know that it, that that it was that that it was going to have this effect on us when we were 17 trying to pay our tuition. We didn't know. We didn't know we didn't know what 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 we were signing up for. Nobody explained to us what compound interest means. Nobody explained to us the reasons for being to college. They just said, go to college because that's the only way that you're going to get a good job. So now we're in in an environment where, A, we're moving towards a cashless society largely dominated by automation. So if you have robots doing the job, what, 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 what skills are you learning at, at, at college? B, what skills are college teaching? Right? I think that there's a flaw in our <laughs> educational system to where as though they don't really teach you skills, they just teach you how to pass tests and follow orders. So if we're in an environment where anybody can learn anything on their smartphone with an hour and a half of, you know, like YouTube t- tutorials, 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 Will there be a college in thirty years? Right. People my age that are suffering, and 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 I mean, like my debt situation is not as bad as some people's. I know, I I know one family in Princeton, in Princeton, New Jersey. They sent their kids to good schools, and by good schools, I mean like the Ivy League, Columbia, Princeton, and like you know, like you know, like some of their kids with doctors and and like, you know, real professionals. They got quote unquote good jobs, but they but as a family, these 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 five children um are like a million and a half in school debt cuz I went to Columbia and Princeton like NYU you know what I'm saying shit like that a million and a half yo come on man they'll not come back from that i said that to say parents are you sending your kids to college are you allowing your kids to to take out loans for, for college are you setting your kids up for the shit that we were lied to about Are you setting your kids up, telling them that they have to go to college to get this job, knowing that jobs are not going to be there because robots are going to be the ones that are doing the job? Are you arming your kids with the right skills, the skills that are necessary? Are are, I mean, I I mean, I, I have my I believe I, I have my own answer. I'm not going to talk about that because, you know, people may not like my answer. But but are you doing that? Are you are are you arming yourself, let alone your child, with the skills necessary to exist in tomorrow? Or you just playing catch up, right? So Elizabeth Warren, yo, she's gonna get a lot of love for this plan, right? And I mean, right now this is just like you know what I'm saying the campaign phase. I'm gonna tell you guys, I don't see this happening. I don't see her being successful in this. Not, I mean, I mean, even if she is elected president, right? And and even if we have, um. You know, like democratic control over the House and then and 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 the, and the Senate and all of that shit. Even if even if it's a blue wave and and you know everybody's happy, everybody except for yous are happy. Um, the United States government profits. One hundred and thirty-five billion dollars over ten years, according to the Fair Credit Reporting Act and the FTC. Regardless of where your policies, your regardless of where your politics lie, regardless of any, any anything like that, looking at it from business, are you going to give up a thirteen million dollar, a thirteen billion with the B, excuse me, thirteen billion dollar a year profit? Are you gonna give that up? It's gonna be very, 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 very hard to convince people to give that profit. We're talking profit. We're, you know what I'm saying? We're not talking revenue. Like after you, after you chop it up, after you pay your bills, after yo you are up. Approximately 135 billion a year. you're not giving that up. And I got these numbers from USA Today, an article written by Chris Quintana of, of the USA today and, and um something something that something that also Right. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Debt is a major, 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 major situation. So he says that, you know, Warren's plan appeals to people because it offers them a clear and immediate path to erase debts that they can't afford to pay. And right now, there are a few ways to eliminate student loan debt short of paying them off, which can take years, maybe even decades. Fact. For example, student loans aren't included by default when declaring bankruptcy. I know people that have declared bankruptcy thinking that they're going to get out from under their student loan debt wrong. That requires a separate lawsuit to prove to a bankruptcy court, quote unquote, undue hardship, essentially, that continuing to pay on the loans would prevent the borrower from maintaining a minimal standard of living. Now, that's subjective. Right. What's minimal to me and what's minimal to Bill Gates kids are not the same thing. Okay. Debt elimination outside of bankruptcy is possible through public service loan forgiveness program. It requires applicants work a public service job, such as for a government agency or qualifying nonprofit, you know, teachers, law enforcement officers, shit like that, and make 10 years worth of on time payments. The Byzantine bureaucratic requirements and confusion over the program have prevented many from using it only 0.6% of borrowers who applied have had their debt forgiven. So you graduate college. They tell you, hey, take this job as a teacher. Starting pay is about 35 grand a year. But if you make your own, if, if you make your payments, if you make 120 payments on time, your debts will be forgiven. And that has only worked for 0.6% of the people involved in that program. Are you sending your kids to school? This shit got scam written all over it. So I hope Senator Warren gets this done. Sounds like a great idea in theory and application. We'll see. In all fairness, this is the infancy stage, much like the the Affordable Care Act and all of the flack that the Affordable Care Act has received. And, and if you're not sure what I mean when I say the, the Affordable Care Act, I'm talking about Obamacare. That, that, that was in the infancy stages, that at the beginning stages, right? Of course, you got to make improvements of this. So if this program goes in place, let's say Senator Warren gets elected and this program goes in place and it's 2024 when this program kicks in and it starts right maybe maybe it won't you know do much to improve my life by then maybe it won't i don't know 2024 is shit fucking five years a lot can happen in five years i'd be damn near 40 come at me i'm a man i'm 40 you know what i'm saying um But shit, I wouldn't want it to help other people. Right? I see you bitter old niggas. And, and and when I see old niggas, I mean people my age. I see you bitter old niggas talking about, nah, this shit is stupid. I got to pay my debts. These little. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up, nigga, you idiot. You suck. Like, that's some hating ass shit. Why would you want the people coming after you to suffer? Right? We endured that so we can teach others a way not to uh, uh, what pitfalls to avoid. You know, I had talked about Beyonce earlier and how how, you know, Beyonce is 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 using her platform, using her power, using her leverage to bring up other musicians, to bring up other artists. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, it was Beyonce's husband that said, like, I told you tell to drugs. Nah, Hove did that. So hopefully you won't have to go through that. You know, I was raising the projects, roaches and rats, smokers out back, selling their mama sofa. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, 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 that's supposed to be the, 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 the wave of humanity. You know, teach other people, learn from other people's mistakes, not your own. That's what smart people do. That's what wise people do. Right. So I don't know what's going to happen. I know that. Some of these motherfuckers is just wasting time running. Period. And I I believe wholeheartedly that we're gonna have another term of president pussy grabber. I believe that. I hope I'm wrong. I don't agree with that dude. Um, I think he's doing a terrible job as as a politician, wonderful for content, and he's a motherfucking gangster. And his tax plan, you know, uh, kind of works for me. Not that, you know what I'm saying, I'm making a, a a boatload of money or anything like that, but I'm not a W-2 employee. So I hear his tax plan is fucking shitty for W-2 employees. To that I say, yo, G's up, hoes down, bitch can't swim, she gonna drown, learn the game nigga respect the game that should be it what i eat don't make you shit where's the love nigga shut out beyonce husband you know what i'm saying um we're around the campfire rumors is that you know because cause i hear i'm here i'm talking about beyonce's husband but beyonce's quote uh, a rumored side joint which i don't believe to be true is uh fucking lebron james who's not in the playoffs what we gonna talk about because we ain't talked about sports and ladies i, I apologize Sorry, ladies. You can you can you can turn this off. If you don't hear me talk about sports, but I'm going to talk about the motherfucking NBA NBA playoffs because NBA basketball is fantastic. If I can get to the page of my notes, I took some notes. Can't get to the page. There we go. NBA basketball is fantastic. Right. So, what we have. Um. Dame Lillard, shout out video game Dame. Dame Lillard hit the shot of the playoff so far. Knocked out uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. If you guys know me, you know Russell Westbrook might be my favorite player to watch ever. Right? Not that he's the best, but he's my favorite to watch. I love watching Russ play. He plays with such aggressiveness, such intensity. I love watching Russ play. Well, Russ be fucking up. And like, what? W- eh. Man. Russ be fucking up because he plays so aggressively that 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 it's it's that he makes aggressive mistakes and and if you're a coach you know you want your player to make aggressive mistakes but Russ is not a good shooter and his shooting numbers reflect that and what I'm afraid of is is I'm afraid that we are starting to witness the beginning of the decline of Russell Westbrook because russ isn't a big person in in you know basketball in 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 the basketball universe he's not a big person but he plays with such ferocity with such athleticism that it's difficult to maintain over a 12 13 14 15 year career and i believe russ is in his 11th season is it russ was drafted 2008 russ was drafted you know what i'm saying so like it's it's yo yo it's hard to maintain and, and he's had injuries and you know we don't see the explosiveness as, as we used to. I don't think Russ dunked at all um, in the past series that they just lost to the to the Blazers. You know what I'm saying? And I mean his yo like 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 his his his, his shooting percentages are well below league averages, but goddamn is he so exciting to watch. You know well, hopefully he'll be exciting to watch next year. Because Dame Lillard sent them niggas to Cancun. Dame Lillard, um, who, uh, who who a lot of people call underrated, I personally feel like he put those underrated talks to bed last year because he was voted first-team All-NBA last year. You can't be first-team All-NBA and underrated. If you're first-team, my nigga, you, people know that you are great. And Dame Lillard is great. Dame Lillard is the second-best point guard. And and before this series, I w- 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 would have said this. Again, Russ is my favorite player, but I I, I, I know when players are, are are better and at this point of their career Dame Lillard is a better player than Russell Westbrook. Um I think that there's only one point guard better than Damian Lillard and he plays for the Golden State Warriors. And I I hear people talking about Steph Curry as a glorified shooter. I just think that you, you guys aren't watching the game completely if you feel like he's a glorified shooter, because um, like because like the 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 word glorified to me means that un, un, undeserving. Steph might be the greatest shooter ever, um, so there's nothing glorified about that. But all of the things that he does for his team, um, the Warriors are a much better team when Steph is 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 eating when Steph is cooking. The Warriors are are way better team, and the Warriors. I, I'm not going to say they have their hands full with the Clippers, but the Clippers are playing harder and better than the Warriors had anticipated. They may have taken them for granted. And I appreciate the Los Angeles Clippers as a a team Um, because they're loaded with public school kids. And, like, you can tell cats that played that are public school kids. They might be undersized. They may not have the skill set. They may not be as polished. But they ain't no bitch in them. Like, you could tell that Pat Beverly is a public school kid. You could tell, yo, son, you could tell Dame Lillard is a public school kid. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, whatever. Pat Beverly's fucking Montrezl Harrell. uh, 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 Fucking Lou Williams. Public school kids. And they play hard. And they don't give a fuck, cause they're not supposed to be here anyway. They play hard all their life they had to fight, nigga. They team full of uh 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 full of can't go back all-stars, niggas that can't go back to the hood, nigga. They still gonna lose. Like, they might lose in six. But damn it if it ain't fun to 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 watch them compete. You know what I'm saying? We got the um 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 we got the 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 we got the San Antonio Denver tonight. Uh you know what I'm saying? I mean I I don't man eh, eh. I, I I'd like to see Denver um because I cheer for Jokic. But if the Spurs win, the Spurs win, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um the Rockets won. So 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 there has so, so like it's it's like look like it it's it's going to be Portland versus whoever wins out of Denver and San Antonio. Um, And then it's going to be Houston against Golden State. I'm I'm pretty confident that you know like Golden State will will, will pull it out. If not six, then definitely seven. I don't see the Clippers winning three games in a row. Um, and it sucks that Houston and Golden State got to play so early. But like, if there is a time where Golden State is vulnerable, it's now. I mean, like you know, fucking Boogie Cousins got hurt the first game of this series, first game or second game. I believe the second game of, of, of this series, you know, like Boogie Cousins got, got hurt. And, and like, that's, that's how fragile, like, the situation is. Like, you know what I'm saying? If fucking Steph Curry pulls a hamstring or sprains an ankle or whatever, and, and God forbid, I hope this does not happen. But if this happens, yeah, you know, it's completely different playoffs. Right? I mean, like last year when Chris Paul hurting his hamstring, it was completely different game seven with Houston and, you know, Golden State. But this series, oh, you know, this series, whoever wins this series, quite frankly, might win the NBA championship. And it's seldom that you see the somebody that wins a second round series. Is you know we're like we're like two of the favorites play in the second round, and and Houston has the time to rest, which is valuable at this part of the season. These guys played eighty something games, you know, traveling and all that. So like for you to 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 to, to rest and kind of decompress and and and. and you know, study film. Try to improve your health a little bit. That's major, right? So, so like we're gonna see what's happening there on the east. We got what we wanted, yo. We got what we wanted on the east. We got Philly versus um, Toronto, and we got Milwaukee versus Boston. Right? Because, cause like, that's what, like, I mean, listen, we knew the Pistons weren't going to do shit. We knew the Magic weren't going to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else? Who else? The, the The Nets. We knew the Nets was, and I mean, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? The Pacers. Like, come on, come on. We knew that those guys were just there. Kudos to them for making the playoffs, but we knew that, you know, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, we tried to make it a story about the whole Brooklyn Nets thing and, like, you know, like, uh, fucking Jared Dudley and Ben Simmons. And, you know, like, we tried to make that a thing. All right, cool. But now, now we're in the shit. So these Eastern playoffs, you know what I'm saying, will will be wonderful. They will be wonderful. We got Freaky Greaky against Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics. I think that this series is going to be more competitive than people believe, especially considering that Malcolm Brogdon um, is not back from injury. And Brogdon is... Surprisingly, I did not know that he was uh, as good of a shooter as he is. I, I believe he's like one of those like 90 percent from free throw, 50 percent from the field, 40 percent from three guys. I had no idea he was that good of a shooter. Um, when I think of Malcolm Brogdon I think of Malcolm Brogdon, the defender, and they're going to miss Malcolm Brogdon, the defender against a team like Boston. Um, because he's someone you can throw at a, at a Kyrie Irving, someone you can throw at a Jason Tatum, someone you can throw at a Jalen Brown, someone you can throw at a fucking Gordon Hayward if Gordon Hayward w- wants to kick up and start cooking. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Kyrie is largely overrated, but one thing Kyrie is exceptional at—probably better than anybody else in NBA—is Kyrie is exceptional at getting a bucket. And in the playoffs, you need people who are who are able to go out there and get their own bucket and Boston has a couple guys that can go out there and get their own bucket. Kyrie Irving can go out there and get his own bucket. I mean, I mean, I mean like like I said I I I believe Kyrie is overrated, but that that ain't overrated. That skill ain't like that like that ain't like he's not a glorified bucket getter. Kyrie Irving is the shit at getting buckets. It's just other parts of the game that he lacks in in my opinion. Um Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum can go out there and get his own bucket. I feel like Al Horford can go out there and, and you know, get his own bucket in the post. I would have liked to see Boston against Philly because I like that Embiid-Horford matchup. Um, but for, you know, M- M- Milwaukee, they got one guy that can get a, a a bucket and he has a suspect jump shot. And that's Freaky Greaky. Freaky Greaky can go get his own bucket. But his own bucket usually involves him throwing it in your face, dunking on your face. So it's weird to see what that offense is going to be like, because because they play like a four round one. But that one being Giannis and and, and Giannis penetrating. And if you and and, and if you collapse the the defense, he throws it out to a shooter. And who the fuck would have known that Brooke Lopez would turn into a shooter? So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I I got the I got the Bucs winning this series. I'll say seven. I'll say seven. Um, I feel like both of these clubs have great coaches. You know, Coach Bud, Coach Bootenhoser is a quality coach. Brad Stevens is an excellent coach. You know, we'll, we'll we'll just see, barring barring some type of physical setback. And I mean, granted, you know, um, we're almost due for Kyrie Irving's yearly injury, or or you know what? No, no, no. Maybe he got hurt like earlier in, in the season. I, I believe he missed some games earlier in, in the season. So I don't know. Ho- hopefully, we get a good, strong, contested, tight fucking series. I cannot wait for that. And now we we got Toronto and 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 Philly, and I don't think that that series is is, is going to be as close to, as we hope. I got Toronto in five. I got Toronto in five. Um, I don't trust. I don't trust. You know, I, I, what's his, uh what's the name? Uh, Embiid. I I I don't trust him physically. Um, fucking Kawhi Leonard put the p- put the clamps on Ben Simmons all throughout the season. I, I I believe in the three games. So the the Sixers played the Raptors four times in the three games that Kawhi Leonard played. He forced Ben Simmons to have twenty-four turnovers, which is insane. You know, so yeah, I mean I mean I mean, you know, the, the Sixers have the best starting five in basketball with, you know, Ben Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, JJ Reddick with Big Embiid. But he's not healthy. Ben Simmons, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like these guys are still young. When I mean these guys, I mean the Sixers and, excuse me, um, you know, Ben Simmons and fucking Joel Embiid are, are, are young, right? So I got Toronto coming out. One thing that the NBA doesn't want, though, the NBA does not want Toronto in the NBA Finals. Fucks up the ecosystem. So if you think about it, well, well, well I mean, because A, you think about the travel. Because Toronto can very well go to the finals. Toronto can go to the finals, right? I mean, I mean, like you'll have Mark Gasol guarding <laughs> fucking Joel Embiid. Mark Gasol is a former Defensive Player of the Year. Mark Gasol is a quality big man, right? You got Kawhi Leonard matched up with Ben Simmons, right? You got. Cal Lowry who struggles off, 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 offensively in the playoffs but he's a competitive defender. He guards his he guards his position. So, yo yo probably put him on a Jimmy Butler or chasing around like a JJ Redick. Pascal Siakam, one of the most improved players. Right? You know what I'm saying? You have you 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 you, you have these players for Toronto, to me, that make Toronto a better team than the Sixers, especially with Joel Embiid being labored as he is. So let me fast forward to the next series, right? So if you have Milwaukee be in Boston going to the Eastern Conference Finals against Toronto, Kawhi Leonard against the Greek Freak, I like that. I like that matchup. I like that matchup, as well as the fact that you're going to need Giannis to guard Kawhi Leonard also. And Giannis has to do so much for that team. Whereas though, Kawhi Leonard does not have to do that much for that team. Because they have, you know, an effective team. But if the finals are in Toronto... Yo, they they have a different dollar system. They got a different currency over there. So you know, uh, who has who has the rights to, to the to the finals? Is it um, is it ABC? Right? Do they have fucking ABC in Canada? They got TSN, right? The, the Toronto Sports Network. So like uh, you know who who who's getting the right to these games? If it's Toronto versus, you know, like Golden State, ooh, that that travel. And I mean, granted, if it's fucking Golden State Boston or fucking Golden State Philly, that 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 travel isn't any more friendly. But now we're talking international. It's a completely different game. It's completely, it's it's. it's Logistically, it's, it's a completely different game. It's a completely different level of travel. Trying to get all of this equipment across, the NBA doesn't want that headache. That's that's more than 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 what they bargained for. But it's coming, and I'm excited. So, we'll see what happens. Um, I got, I got, I got, yeah, I got Boston losing in seven. I got Philly losing. In, in, in five, hopefully that Golden State Houston goes seven and um, I, I'd i like Portland in, I'd like to see Portland in, you know, the conference finals I'd, I, I would like to see that I would like to see that but uh, we'll see yo that's all I got for y'all, I man, listen thank you for your time, for your first time listening to the Hood Legend Podcast subscribe, rate, and comment um, we try to do this every week Try to give y'all one next week. I got a lot of shit going on. A lot of man, my life is is in a whatever. I got I'ma come to y'all next week, even if I come to y'all late. Y'all take it easy. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Giddy!